I'm Matt Bronger. This might help. I am not a doctor. This might help. I'm not a professional. Let's have fun. This honestly is a good time. I'm Matt Bronger. This might help the podcast. Hello, Austin. How are you guys? Afternoon party. This is fantastic. Thank you guys all for coming. Welcome to This Might Help with Matt Bronger. Uh, For those of you who just came and don't know what the show is, God bless you. You are God's (laughs) own children. And also, uh, uh, just to give you a little explanation what the show is, I have someone on every week who I think is eminently interesting and or a friend and funny. And we have people who call in looking for help. Now, our fans are known as Mighties and uh, listeners. And, and, you know, most people laugh when I say that because it sounds like I'm saying, like, they're mighty, they're strong. That's not what I'm saying. They could be, and hopefully they are. But, you know, what it means is it's, it's, it's a person who might. I don't know. I might. I might do this. I might, might do that. It's a very similar connotation to, like, you could call them the maybes. Yes, exactly. But... In this case, it's because the show is called This Might Help because I don't know. I'm not the best at giving advice. <laughs> I, I started a comedy advice podcast, or should I say advice comedy, because it does not give you advice about comedy. No one can really do that. You have to uh, survive the blows and the gashes yourself to really understand comedy. Well, and I'm out of here then. There you go. You should go. Um, first off, please welcome my guest, James Adomian, the hilarious James Adomian. Uh, But in a nutshell, the show is basically like you're at a party and you're like, I'm not really feeling this. I'm a little wasted. And a guy comes up to you with a pill and goes, I don't know, this might help. So there you go. That's where the idea came from. It's that thing where uh, we basically give sincere advice to people and hope it helps. But uh, as I always say, the only disclaimer, if uh, you're listening to this and you want to call 323-763-0228, by the way, if you want to call, uh, do not expect clinical advice. We don't Google anything. Uh, we don't know a lot of things technically. So, you know, if you need actual help, go to a, a therapist, as I do, twice a month. But this is for fun. So that said, I have James Domian with me. Can I get this straight? Yes. You don't go to the clinical level of helping people of Googling something? Nope. <laughs> nope. I mean, I add that for my own uh, uh, druthers because I don't want to. Like, if someone asks me, it's like, you know, how many inches in a foot? Like, I'm not going to look. I know. I probably won't even tell you. You know, it's just annoying when people you got, ask me. You get about 12 or 13 in that. It's about 12? Yeah. Okay, good. Um, James, first off, I love you. Mr. Bronger. Give it up for Matt Bronger. No, no, thank you guys. How are you enjoying Austin? I love it. I got in last night. Mm-hmm. I walked around because I guess like uh, what it, the tu- uh, Tuesday night is like uh, the night a lot of bars and restaurants are dark. Okay. So I had a couple of misses where I was like, ah, shut. <laughs> yeah. Walked around the town. Ended okay. up on Sixth Street, which never closes. Never, never, ever. Uh, it's boarded up right now. But. <laughs> <laughs> No, I, uh, when did we first meet? I was trying to remember. It was probably, what, 10, 15 years ago or so? 20, 25. Maybe 25, 30. 50. It was, was during it the Vietnam War. years. James and I are both vampires. This is a big <laughs> reveal. Um, uh, you, uh, well, you, you, were ju- you were just there. You were, yeah. you were just there right. when I was starting. I guess you and Canane had just moved to L.A. Mm-hmm. So I think I would see you at parties and stuff. That's right. And we definitely hit it off right away. And you're uh, not only a very funny stand-up, 
but you're known for impressions. Is sure. Fair. Sure. Yeah. I, yeah. Well, that's the old persona. I hope nobody's expecting that at this show or any of the other ones. No, I'm sure none of the calls expect that. James Adomian is dead. <laughs> <laughs> How, were you uh, uh, someone who was good at them when you were a kid? I used. To, well, yeah. I mean, you know, I guess you find anything that makes other kids laugh mm-hmm. or makes yeah. the coaches laugh. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I would do impressions of like football coaches and teachers and stuff, mm-hmm. and then like. At some point, realized in my professional life, I should do impressions of people that are widely known, right. not just like, yeah, my Spanish teacher. Well, you, you, I remember I would do impressions in high school, but I would just rip off Dana Carvey. I, whatever he did that weekend on SNL, I would come to school and do and get a laugh. That well, kind of day. I, yeah. Mm-hmm. I always like uh, dug the fact that you did us, like you would do me, you would do Kyle. Oh, that's right. Uh-huh. Yeah, Bronger. Yeah. Uh, oh, so, God. so I, I have to. I no, have you to. have to. You have to. Uh, His impression of me is so good it hurts my feelings and makes me realize <laughs> the frailty and stupidity of my act. Go ahead, James. <laughs> Elton John is amazing. He's an amazing artist. Elton John, and he's a sir. If you want to be homophobic, you shouldn't be. But if you wanted to, you can't. He's a knight of the realm. He's been knighted. You can imagine your dragons, but he has fought his dragons. <laughs> <laughs> Bow down to Sir Elton John. Oh. The, the hard uh, punctuation of syllables in the place of actual material. That's me. <laughs> I, love, me. I love watching it. It was great. I mean, it was, it was, it, it, I will always get a kick out of the fact that you did an impression of me on your album. I did. And then Louie. Oh, I did. <laughs> back in, yeah, I, uh, back in those days. I'm a fucking ass. I, my, my, my daughter is a cunt, and I'm just a, I'm a piece of shit. Everything I'm saying is a red flag. I'm... <laughs> Jeez. Oh. Oh. <laughs> So when, uh, what are, what's a memory? I've, anytime I come to, Austin's full of ghosts for me. Is it full of ghosts for you, like memories? and? Well, I've stayed at the Driscoll, so I know that there is a ghost there before. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like an actual ghost in one of the rooms there, at least. Um, I, yeah, I actually walk around here and I start going like, is this 2012 again? Is, yeah. that, is this Moon Tower 2012? Mm-hmm. I'm like, wait a minute, I have to, like, like uh, I, uh, God, I have shows at venues that aren't even there anymore. Right. Yeah, um, yeah, it's right. I guess, and th- with the coronavirus, I don't even know what's open anymore. Yeah, it's interesting. This is a, this, this isn't real, right? No, this these are all holograms. These people are not even sitting here. They're uh, they're beamed in visually from their homes. The Parker and, uh, Jazz Club, Texarkana, it's been closed Omaha. since 1938. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Few different places. I remember being at uh, uh, like virtual reality shows. Reggie Watts was doing those, and your your little kind of bobblehead would be in the room, and you were back home. And I just was like, I don't want to be a part of this world, you know. And they were like, Do you want to do comedy in there? I'm like, It just sounds it sounds like a nightmare. You didn't want to be sucked into the Matrix. No, pretty much. Yeah, or, or I, Tron. The way you describe it makes it sound like Tron, where you would have been stuck in a world of computers. Yeah, I, I tend to manifest my anxiety pretty darn well, and 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 I I saw that room, and and God bless them, people that don't want to leave their houses and stuff. But I just feel like this right here, this pregnant silence, is, is essential. You know, I mean it. I'm not being shitty that I, you know, the, why don't you laugh? I'm not saying anything funny. You shouldn't laugh. But we need this. We need to have this pause where we're all in a room. Thank you all for coming back here and hearing us sit here on stage and tell you you shouldn't be laughing. <laughs> That's exactly what I mean. It's anti-comedy. The Moon Tower Truth Festival. 
Alex Jones is headline. <laughs> That's going to be a thing. Someone's going to steal that idea. When the moon towers it. were faked. The moon towers were faked. We have documentary evidence. We will not submit. We will not submit to your reign of terror, Paramount Theater. Alex, why is your shirt on? <laughs> Everywhere else in uh, in the world, he is a fictional character mm-hmm. from the internet, and here yes. he's like a citizen who walks around. <laughs> yes, I uh, uh, your your bit you did recently that I saw about Grinder, about tops oh, and yeah. bottoms, yes, was so fantastic, and it was kind of like a, I love when people talk about something I know nothing about. You know, <laughs> any yeah. kind of perspective. Yeah, I'm like a magazine you could pick up and scroll. And yeah, you're an enjoyable one. Uh, yeah, so uh, I, I'm a. Renowned homosexual. Renowned. Uh, and it's true. I'm, uh, don't let my silky baritone fool you. I'm not just doing this to advance my career in many different ways. Um, yeah, so like Grindr, uh, the, like now in Los Angeles on Grindr, it's basi- basically a social networking site for bottoms to meet bottoms. You get on there and it's like, hey, you're a bottom. That's why you're on Grindr. Here's some other bottoms near you. You can have brunch together or sit on each other's butts. <laughs> and then uh, they make you pay extra to search for like exotic um, sexual fetishes, fetishes like uh, tops. <laughs> the essential. Just to, you know, they're out there, but to search for them, you have to pay extra. So I, I did that and I was like, <laughs> I'm going to find some hot tops with long dicks. And um, it's like geo-scrolling, like all the dating apps. So I'm like, here they are, Top City. And I like, I scroll down once, and I'm in San Diego. I scroll down again, and I'm in Tierra del Fuego. That's the tops in Los Angeles. It's, it's like if they gave me Tinder, and they're just like, yeah, but it's all men. Right. So, sorry. I don't know yeah. what to tell you. It's an imbalance. It's just no one you're attracted to. But you can make friends. So that'll be nice. Uh, yeah, attracted to for a lot of laughs. Yes, exactly. You can bro out too. That'll be fine. Bro out, sis out. Mm-hmm. <laughs> sis out. <laughs> like when I, I I knew you for probably two years before I knew you were gay. What? You know? I was masturbating to you the whole time. Yeah. I get a lot In front of, of you. I'm a devastatingly handsome man. I'm like a waterfall or a sunset. People just do that around. <laughs> Couldn't even finish the sentence. No, I'm just like, I'm just realizing Nothing gets that. me off like Niagara. Yeah. <laughs> it, it wasn't, it, I don't know, not to be, I, I have been so clueless in my life about so many things from people, like women that had been attracted to me and I was friends with and I had no clue at all to uh, uh, times where I pissed someone off to the point they wanted to kill me, no clue, to the point where I, I thought someone uh, uh, hated me, and then they wrote me in as a lead on a show they created. And I was like, huh? Like, I'm, my instincts are so off and everything. I guess it's just it just never kind of crossed my brain. I love it. You're a cartoon character with, yep. like, a couple of programming protocols where you're like, find the microphone, hit the punchline. That's it. Where's the peanuts? Mm-hmm. Pretty much. <laughs> Pretty much. What are you looking forward to most uh, being here in Austin? Um... Um, well, you know, there's nothing beats the great shows, the fantastic <laughs> audiences, the nightlife, and I gotta say, the hospitality of Texas. <laughs> yeah, I, that's I just learned that was from the tourism brochure. Oh, what? Well, you, you memorized it? <laughs> yeah. My favorite line is the beautiful men and the rough-hewn women. I like that, that they wrote into the 
I wish. No, Jesus. wouldn't that be fantastic? Was that Ted Cruz's slogan? <laughs> <laughs> the beautiful man and the rough-hewn women! Hallelujah, 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 Texas! With the jaw motion as well. It's, it's just too bad we're not getting video for this. Like, speaking of which, I, I, I wish the listeners at home could see the, the, the jazz room, the room we're in between Coltrane sets right now. Right. Like, this place is incredible. They had an ad up saying that they're doing a Cole Porter, a night of Cole Porter music, and I was like, why am I not booked on that? Yeah, what the shit? You're gay. In olden days, a glimpse of stocking was looked on as something shocking, but now God knows anything goes. Thank you. We did not plan that at all. We don't have the rights to it either. I was sailor number four, freshman year in high school. Four. Not even the best sailor. I think I walked on stage and a girl like flipped her butt out and I went, whoo, and then ran. <laughs> was that the director's interpretation or that Yeah. <laughs> this one's gay. Try it again. <laughs> you hate a woman. Humans. You ever, you try to say womanly and then fuck that up and then try to say female form and your mouth has a stroke? That's what just happened. Is there anything you want to share with people that you might think they might not know about you? Uh, I, I, what, what, I mean. How, there, how else can a, I put you on the spot? Animal, vegetable, or mineral? <laughs> I don't know where to start. I don't know anything. I keep everything. I'm a cagey, I'm a cagey, like, like shadowy figure. Oh, okay. I'm sorry. I'm, I'm, I'm peeling the onion here. Yeah, I mean, I don't tell, I don't tell people things. I broke, I broke my arm a year ago, and I, like, people, I see people on Instagram being like, hey guys, what's up? I haven't posted in, like, two hours. Like, <laughs> just I'm broke like, my arm. I ha yeah, I had, like, a two-month medical event, and it was just, I don't want, like, I don't want anybody knowing about it. Yeah. So I don't want anybody looking down on me for my feeble bones. You don't share. Share much on so that I can see that you like I realize you don't share much on social media. Hey guys, what's up? Um, just checking out some hoses because I need to replace the hose in my house. <laughs> yeah, you know my fate. My I do. I watch people's shit on Instagram, and I love. I love watching Mark Maron on Instagram because oh, yeah. he has like 500,000 people. He'll go live on Instagram and he'll just be looking at the phone and he'll just be like, yeah. Uh, <laughs> so anyway, it's Tuesday. Hearts, hearts, hearts. Everyone's like, wow, amazing. <laughs> it is Tuesday. Yeah. Thanks, Mark. He's like, oh, yeah, I had some chili earlier. That was all right. Anyway, we're going to be in Albuquerque and... Uh, <laughs> I don't know, I think Detroit, if that comes through, so. And then like, he's looking at comments and he's like, yeah, I'm not doing that. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck, I, lo I, love, I love Mark and I love how if, if, oh, if something's slightly off, explosion. <laughs> like it's, it's, it's pure entertainment. Like I did, a, I worked a, a week on Marin and him and uh, Dave Anthony and I were in, the, in a van driving back to base and they were snipping and sniping at each show. other. Yeah, TV show. And they were, they were snipping and sniping at each other. And uh, then Dave said something to me and I'm like, once you shut up, like I, knew, I was like, oh, it's, we're, we're, we're ripping on each other. It's fun. And then I just, I, I called Mark out for just one shitty thing he said that he like, he had, uh, contradicted himself and he goes, the fuck did I do to you? Like he just, he just snapped and he's like, come on, I'm, you're, I'm the guy? And I'm like, what the fuck? What happened? Whoa, 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 whoa. It's like the LARPing guy picked up a real sword. <laughs> <laughs> We're all kidding. 
Yeah. We're all these are foam. Oh, I love it. I love that the LARPing guy he's confronted by a real Legolas. <laughs> oh no, I'm now I'm now I'm an elf. <laughs> Mark Marin is the only person I've done an impression of who usually it's people go. Wow, you got me. Or, like, um, I'm nothing like that. Uh-huh. Mark Marin gave me constructive notes. <laughs> well, and you... No, go ahead, sorry. He was waiting in the wings. First of all, I had walked into the show, I was in the, and he was in the green room, and he just turns to me and goes, I heard you do an impression to me. Do it now, tonight. Do it. Like, so he, Do it he, now. I was like, by court order, I had to do this impression in front of him on stage. Oh. And then when I got off, he was like, that was good. That was really funny. You know, there's a thing that you did that what you said something, and it wasn't exactly right. Holy shit. And, I, and he was like, that, you, you, you said you were your brain, and I was like, recounting it like a fucking court reporter. I was like, yes, I said that you were a brain suffering on a stool. And he goes, that's not exactly it. I'm not just sitting there suffering. I'm giving back. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, God. Comedians are so self-absorbed. I love us. So ridiculous. I'm just remembering a very good-looking comic who I will not uh, uh, mention. Very. He's good-looking. He's all right. But, like, because I love a hot man. He's not... Tippy top. He's about medium. Medium. But I remember him going on the sh- on, on Marin and being like, uh, uh, and him being, I will neither confirm nor deny. <laughs> okay. But he was like, yeah, I think Marin's got a problem with like guys are better looking than him. And I was like, Whoa, oh, wow. You're just going to say that in front of me, huh? He's a handsome guy, though. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, he is. But So this is an elite level contest. Then. It is an elite level contest. No, the thing I was going to say, does Marin know that, that, what did, let me ask you, did he see the impression? Like, I remember the f- impression you do before you said it was Marin. Right. Does he, was that the one he was looking at? What, me? Yes. Yeah, yeah, he saw me, he demanded that I do my Mark Marin. Oh, impression. but like, I remember you were, you just, you had a different name for it. It was just like the uh, angry comic or yeah, something. Yeah, that was, uh, yeah, I had, there, and we all knew you were doing Marin. We all knew you were, I mean, he fucking knew you were there doing had been a char- There had been a character version yes. of it first. Yes, and that's this- what I'm talking about. It was after the divorce. And it was when Marin would just get on stage and immolate himself. And it's before he got the podcast and before he blew the hell up. Yeah. And was in probably the, 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 the peak on happiness. I believe uh, the character's one name. Of them. I came up with a character based on Mark Marin, and I think it was named Manny Berg. Okay. And he wore like he wore like like Western tassels and he would get on stage and be like, Yeah, I'm having a hard time co- cobbling together a f- believable masturbation scenario. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I remember I, I, I saw him and you do the whole, I don't know if you, the, this was osmosis. I don't think you ripped off the real Marin, but he, he would just, after you take, you can't just leave. You can't just leave. You can't just leave. And he, like seven times in a row, I'm like, oh, where's the joke? My God, dismount. That's what divorce is. Anyone can leave. It was crazy. And then you did it. <laughs> And I don't think you had seen it. I think that was just you doing that character. Uh, I, 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 I remember, yeah, I remember watching Marin in those early days before I was even doing stand-up. That was when I was just only doing characters and stuff. Mm-hmm. And seeing him, like, like stay on stage without, like, he would melt down. Yep. Or, and, but he would, there was, no, there was no part of him where he was like, well, I should leave. He was just no. like, he, if he was just there going like, yeah. You didn't like that? You didn't laugh? That doesn't frighten me. I can just... <laughs> yeah, I could do this. I can do this for a while. <laughs> Lenny Bruce, near the end, without the court documents. Please welcome. 
Yeah, it was. I, wish, I would watch that right now. Yeah, it was. It was. It was something to see. And thank Christ, he got the show and like got, you know, explained everything. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. yeah. But it's like I, I gotta kind of respect that because I would not have the uh, the heart to just stay there. I'd, I'd just be like, I'm just gonna go lay down in this wet alley for a while. <laughs> Myself. You do. You have a pet wet alley that you go to when They're times all over call the for it. You can always find wetness in an alley, even here in dry Texas. There's like a little door you open with like a convenient bottle of whiskey there. <laughs> Pour a little Rambler out and just lay. That yeah. would be that would be great, even if you achieve like wild success, where you get like a Citizen Kane style compound mm-hmm. mansion. Yeah, you still have constructed for yourself a depression alley mm-hmm. that's always a little bit wet. Yes, to keep you grounded. Steam coming up from vents. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> place where Batman would just land yeah, on you. Why did he point. make this Gotham yeah, City why, alley? I, where's all this steam coming from? This is it, insane. It's because he has bad times. Oh, okay, okay. Uh, uh, if you were, quick question, if you were a billionaire, sure. just something to, off the top of your head that sure. you would uh, spend your money on. Like, question? Oh, okay. like a frivolous whatever you want. Great billionaire. Mm-hmm. Um, well, I'd go to Venus. Fuck this Mars shit. You go to the next planet. Bold, bold, yeah. Well, opposite direction. Mars, small, cold. Venus, large, hot. Nice. Okay. Go to Venus, and you know what? There's a, it's a, a bone crushing level of pressure. Oh yeah. I'm used to it. Nice. Send me to Venus. <laughs> tough. <laughs> I like your tough guy billionaire character. Yeah, yeah. That's the that's the idiot version of Elon Musk. Mm-hmm. Somebody who's like, I'll tell you what this country should be doing. Sending a man to Venus right now. You know the man I mean. You know the man I mean. This I mean one, me. This one right here. Yeah. This diamond. I would uh, hire, I'd, I'd give a billion dollar contract to the military contractor Blackwater and just have them trank the, the, um, the uh, what do you call it? What are the thing we all need. Animals. The thing we all have. We all have. Coronavirus. Uh, I'm like... <laughs> Uh, the the uh, fucking what do you get? Mortality. <laughs> this is a great the vaccine. The, the vaccine. The vaccine. I just completely had a, bl- a brain fart. I couldn't remember what it was called. What do you call the blueberry? What's the thing you take so you don't get it? The so thing you, that blocks COVID. It's a it's a, a tiny wildebeest you swallow. What is it? Yeah. So I would, you would have them go around like the guy. Crank the vaccine into people all over the America. Like the Jurassic Park guy with the hat that's halfway up. Correct. I would have them dressed up (laughs) and just go after. I mean, because then, even if you didn't want. Shoot! Even if you didn't want the vaccine, it would be exciting trying to get away from these guys, you know? (laughs) Knowing you're not going to die. Gotcha. Get up, get up, get up. You're fine. Give me your hand. You're okay. Walk it off. Going to feel like the flu for about a week. But also, Matt. not a sedative, so it would just make people furiously angry with yep. their full powers. That's right. That's correct. That's why I don't just hire the worst guys. Not just a bunch of fat losers to follow them around. I'm talking trained mercenaries that can fight them off and fight their way so, out. So they would vaccinate people, oh, yeah. and then most likely the next move with them be like murdering them well, in self-defense. You know, probably throwing up shields, trying to get out of the Kenny Chesney concert, just running, you know, <laughs> kicking, making their way out. Because that's the target. That's the target. Oh, they gotta rush the stadium. I'm talking five men, fully automatic, <laughs> vaccine guns, <laughs> just into the whole crowd. You're all vaccinated. And they fly. Uh, you know what? I might even ha- like zoom around like a supervillain, like the like the Green Goblin, be flying around in the thing. <laughs> You're all vaxxed. And then 
just fly <laughs> off in the distance. That's that's great optics. You like that? That's great optics. Hey, get vaccinated, says Loki. <laughs> <laughs> that's how they see it anyway. I right. figure, why not? Mm. So, like, I always ask on the show, do you get asked advice? Uh, yeah, you, you told me that. Um, so the advice that I get asked is just, um, this is the thing that happens. If you might, I don't know if anybody else experiences this when you wear glasses. I usually do, and I have contacts in right now. But if I'm walking around I ha- and have glasses on specifically, people in their lizard brain go, Brainy Smurf knows something. And they ask me directions to shit. Huh. Even in a city I've never been to before or don't know that well. well uh, the glasses on, for some reason, something about me. People don't ask for like major advice, but be like, do you know where, uh, they would be like, do you know where, uh, where Barton Springs is? You know? And I'm mm-hmm. like, well, I don't, I don't even bother anymore to be like, I don't live here. Because I, I kind of do know where I am. Yeah. I have a good sense of geography. So I'll just be like, over the river and through the woods, uh, you know? <laughs> yeah. I always send them on some vague sort of Thomas Kincaid journey. Oh, good. <laughs> so it's generally directions yeah. or... Okay. Yeah, they ask me for advice and I, for directions, and I'll go, like, uh, find, a, find a wooded lane. Mm. Okay. <laughs> find, follow, the, follow the curling smoke of, smoke of a corncob pipe with a cottage... Uh, <laughs> You should walk down Congress or Sixth, and right, if people that's... ask you stuff, just a new accent and a new person. <laughs> Andy Kindler for this guy. I should. I should. Yeah, absolutely. No, mostly mostly directions. Otherwise, people ask for advice once in a while, and I tell you what they're always going to get from me in return, Alan Watts quotes. Okay. You are something the whole universe is doing. In the same way that a wave is something that the whole ocean is doing. <laughs> nice, excellent Okay, on that note uh, Before we roll the first call I should say uh, As always, I have not heard these calls James has not heard these calls Only uh, my illustrious producer Renee has heard them And he just selects them from the people that call And thanks to all the people who called And saved our bacon Giving us some calls on such short notice From doing uh, two shows last week One of which was live uh, So on that note Roll the first call, sir Hey, Matt and James. Nice to have James on the podcast this week. Um, Stephen, I'm calling from Canada, uh, and we just had an election up here, which was just a crazy repeat of 2019. I'm wondering if James could actually hand the mic over to Bernie. And uh, I got a question for Bernie, really, is, what do you do when you live in a town or city where there are a bunch of like really conservative political people and you're kind of the socialist in the group? Uh, do you move to another city or do you just uh, stay where you are and fight the good fight? And uh, yeah, so I'd like to know what Bernie has to say about that. All right. Thanks. Take care. Have a good time. Yeah, sure. I appreciate the question. I treasure these moments and the, you know, I thank you for your time. For the gentleman in our neighboring country of Canada, I would say, first of all, that the problem you face with right-wing neighbors may be suffering from structural or economic difficulties. And yet politically opposed to what you believe in, I would say, 
It is nothing compared to what we've got to fucking deal with in this country. <laughs> and you should be grateful that the worst case scenario is that you've got some guy who has a gun. <laughs> Somewhere in the woods. It could be a lot worse. Also, I would say this, you know, we've got, and I, I, this is an answer to every question I've ever posed. The answer is in that we should all come together. We should all <coughs> come together. In the interest of radical, moderate revolution. We find what we agree on. Believe it or not, Vermont was a Republican state when I first was elected mayor of Burlington. I was elected mayor of the capital of Vermont and immediately started screaming correctly about the Sandinistas and things like that. And they were like, that's a far, that's a far, far away thing and you are the mayor of a town. And I said, sure, I'm here to talk about the Contras. I was obsessed with the Konami video game Contra. <laughs> And I always played Contra as the Sandinistas. That's a, that's a, that's a hack you can play up, up, down, down, left, 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 left. <laughs> the answer, in short, to summarize, be grateful, it could be worse, and we've got to come together. <laughs> Thank you, Bernie. Bernie, can I can I ask a follow-up question? Is that all right? Yeah, sure. Okay. I, 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 I always am open to follow-up questions. I'm like a professor. I always have office hours. The door is open. Open. I'm busy as shit, but the door is open. <laughs> well, I appreciate you. And I, I visited your lovely city of Burlington, and it, and it's it's just run so well, and it's it's such a nice, livable place. And I I would I, hopefully you can expand that throughout the rest of the country. I got stuck. My I got stuck in the ice for three months one time. Wow. I melted in April and found out that I was still in office. <laughs> You're a hearty, strong, working American, Bernie. You are. Um, can, I, can I ask you what your uh, uh, advice uh, would be, let's just say, uh, to the country? What, to Canada? You should have voted no. for Jasmeet Singh and the NDP. I'm sorry. No, I didn't clarify. Ours. Here. Oh, the United States of America. Yes. Now, the advice is, look, things are rough, things are bad. But that need not make us think that there is any hope of turning it around anytime soon. <laughs> you're doomed, but you're doing it to yourself. As soon as you wake up to that, you'll go, hey, I could stop doing this to myself. Yeah. Global warming is something that we are all doing to ourselves day by day. Stop hitting yourself, stop hitting yourself, stop hitting yourself. That's a bill I keep proposing in Congress every year that, that never makes it out of committee. The stop hitting yourself bill. It's just one page. Yeah, just stop fucking yourselves up and enjoy this beautiful life. I think the advice in, some, in short is that everybody needs to do psilocybin mushrooms. Mm. And indeed, we should not only legalize them, but we should federally subsidize psilocybin mushroom use for our artists and young people under the age of 25. Not the head. I think you should have to pay full market price for the head. For the head. But the stems, you should be federally subsidized. That is a fair compromise in the, in the interest of commerce. I appreciate that. Do not, never, let, never let the perfect be the enemy of the good. 
<laughs> Bernie Sanders, everybody. Keep it going. I, I, had, a, I had a friend who was, uh, who was trying microdosing, and he came over, and I just decided to macro. I took half his bag and ate it. And uh, my, uh, my wife loved that. She was very proud of me. Um, not at all. Was like, what did you do? You asshole. And uh, when we went to bed that night, I flipped and flopped around like an electrocuted guinea pig. You gotta sleep I, on the I couch couldn't. that oh, night. Oh, she kicked me out into, 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 the, uh, into my office, my then office, and... Um, Which is the crying alley, the wet alley. It's the wet alley. Yeah, half of it is, 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 is wet, newspaper strewn, and there's a, there's a clay hobo there. Yeah, no, uh, I literally had an argument with, my, with myself a la Gollum from Lord of the Rings. Oh. I was that high. And I know, but it was good. I, I talked myself down and realized what a prick I had been by just going ahead and, and indulging, like, indulging like that. We have made mistakes, but none that we can't make amends for. <laughs> to be fair, I didn't do the voice. Okay. But <laughs> to be fair and to be sane. To be, and to be sane, yeah. But I did look in different directions as I argued with myself. Like there was an audience in the wings that you were making sure no, you like gave? No, like that I inhabited that person. Oh, my God. Yeah. I was, I was that tripped out of my gourd. Now, you've enjoyed psychedelics many. Oh, yeah, sure. Many times. Sure. Uh, any uh, bit of wisdom you've gotten from uh, floating through the ether? Um, if you are having fun walking down the street by yourself, having a wonderful night and uh, laughing, uh, if you walk too close to a gas station, everyone will pause and look at you like you're just a crazy guy on the street. Yeah. They don't realize, oh, no, 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 I was finding myself. Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah, it's too weird. No, no, sir. <laughs> um, yeah, uh, what, you, don't get too drunk when you're doing? Yeah, that's what, been one what, for Because it may, makes your tummy upset. Mm-hmm. Yeah, even though uh, when you're younger, you do shrooms, you can drink, like, 10 kegs. Right. You'll want to die the next day, but Did it's... fucking uh, Connor was over here last night? <laughs> <laughs> this is just, this is like a young party dude. Did my buddy fucking Connor was over here, dude? We were fucking shrooming and doing tequila shots, dog. <laughs> then we fucking went out, dude. I drove. I fucking drove fucking oh, 40 miles, whoa, dude. No. My cousin, yeah, dude. Because my, my cousin's having a party, and he was like, I want some of the... You, he heard I had fucking shrooms, dude. So I was like, I got to drive this shit over to my cousin, dude. Ended up in fucking Strawberry Fields, dude. And I fucked, dog. We fucking partied with the Blue Meanies all fucking night, dog. Got a blowjob from a lip with legs. Wow. That's insane, dude, Connor. seriously, dog. Okay. You ready for the next one? <laughs> yes. Okay. Roll the next call. Hey, uh, Matt, uh, this is, um, I'm just going to go by Drake, uh, long time fan. Your guys are so funny. Um, this message is for you guys and, uh, especially James, James, I need, uh, some advice from an impression of macho man, Randy Savage. I've been seeing this woman for about three years. Um, and we, uh, have known each other for 16. Uh, we both went through a nasty divorce and, um, we're kind of picking up where we left off and it's been on and off for a while. I've been doing a lot of the, um, I've been doing a lot of the work in the relationship because she's still going through the divorce and she really doesn't know what she wants right now, but she keeps telling me that I need to make her first, but there's no reciprocation. I wonder like 
what advice do you have? Because I still love her and I don't want to let go of her, but I'm afraid I might have to just for the sake of my own sanity. And it might not even be our time yet. Um, I was wondering, Macho Man, what do you got for me? Talk to you soon. Bye. Hold on. Yep. Hold on. <laughs> Wait a minute, Mean Gene. Hold on, Macho Man. Uh, can I just say, we do get very serious ones on here, like this. It's the first time they've asked for Macho Man Randy Savage <laughs> to give advice on this serious issue. And I just want, you know, well, another big thing on the show is people don't give enough information sometimes, but they'll go on a long time. And I get that. It's fine. You don't want to give the, the, the meat of the, of the issue. It's too personal. But, you know, if you just trail out, you know, that's, that's a little tough for us. But and that's fine. I'm just glad you called. That said, do we think that this person, they just went through a nasty divorce from other people? Yeah? And now they're... Ah, uh, yes. Okay. I so it wasn't they had gone through a nasty divorce, but now they're... Because tr- he said, now we're trying to make it work. But they had both... I think they had both gone had through both. a nasty divorce. What do you guys divorced think? each both other and come back. Both. 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 That's okay. Separate. Separately. Okay. Hers is still going on. Okay, right on. Hers is still going on. Yes. Okay, nice. Good ear. I missed that. Keep this, keep right. this guy around. That's why he's up front. That's why he's up front. He's, he's walking point. We would platoon. Listening comprehension is fantastic. I, was, I work at a call center. <laughs> oh, shit. <laughs> Thank you for your service. Appreciate you. That's awesome. Um, yeah, okay. So, uh, uh, uh. so, by the way, he also, he didn't, that's not in my, I don't, I don't do Randy Savage. You don't Savage. do Randy Savage. I can. I'm going to try it. But, I mean, it's just like, he just assumed... That's amazing. He just assumed that it was like, well, everybody does Randy Savage, right? <laughs> James, uh, could, it's like, James, could Alistair Cook have an argument with Martin Luther King thank, about thank uh, you, thank you, my yeah, exactly. uh, relationship that I have hoped for, but I think might fall apart? So this is so this will be debuting a, a, a what's I don't even know the guy's name. Yeah, listen, sad man, my message to you is that you gotta be careful being vulnerable in public. <laughs> an inner struggle and there's an outer face and yes the two should be a little bit closer to each other but you gotta learn that not everybody's on your side you have to grab your feet at ten and two and step into it oh yeah oh yeah nice well done that's what you get for asking advice from the wrong kind of guy The, the only thing I would add if you're going to do it is, is Macho Man, and I won't try to do an impression of him because I'm terrible at those, but he would just look around and then go back in. Oh, for sure. Yeah, because I, I, I enjoyed that as a kid because I was a massive Macho Man Randy Savage fan. But something like, about hey, Elizabeth. Where's he looking? And then he'd come back to you. Yeah. Why did, you know, why did they, why were the, why did the wrestlers all have to put so much shit on, like, Hank Williams Jr. back in the 80s? <laughs> Flair, baby. Like, shit, like, sh- like, Hulk Hogan had so much shit, he looked like a hot dog, mm-hmm. had, he looked like a hot dog had run over a convention of stepdads. Yes. <laughs> mm-hmm. It's like, it's like mustard ketchup colors, and then just, like, covered in sunglasses. Bandanas. Yeah. And you wouldn't think yellow would go so well with an orange man. You know, the colors are so so close together on the color wheel. But yeah, it worked. It worked. Were you a pro wrestler fan when you were a kid? Yeah, yeah. I I I, I, I love the old wrestling. I particularly love when Jesse Ventura is the announcer because he um 
he's insane. He's a psycho and he's a mm-hmm. violent he's a violent bad guy. His persona in the 80s as an announcer, by the way, allegedly sometime way in the past, Jesse Ventura was like, I was a wrestler. But no one knows any of it. He was always a post-wrestler announcer. But yeah. everyone's like, well, there was a career, but there's no video evidence of it. <laughs> yeah. Well, and he was Jesse the Body. Jesse the, the Body. you saw him, he was fully clothed. Fully clothed, Jesse the Body. Where's this body? Yeah, well, it was... <laughs> that's why I quickly tried to pivot to the mind. <laughs> I'll give the guy advice. Please. If so, look, look, you're out there c- crying. You're crying on the streets, McMahon. <laughs> you're laying down with tears in a sad alley. I've got news for you. There's a third party option. You don't need to make a relationship work, and you don't need to abandon it. You can just play games, manipulate someone. <laughs> <laughs> If they don't want to do what you want to do, wham, suplex off the top rope. <laughs> That's treating them mean, mean Gene. Wow. He, uh, Jesse Ventura always loved, like, when guys would cheat. Oh, yeah. <laughs> That's the thing. He's playing the game the way it's supposed to be played. <laughs> yeah. The ref's not looking. I'm going pirate. I he's stop like, right now. Look at ravishing Rick Rude. He's even more attractive now that he's cheating and dominating the guy. <laughs> I remember watching Ravishing Rick Rude as a kid and being like, my God, look at him. Like, that guy's body is insane and his jaw that could cut steak. I got a message for all you fat, out of shape, Nebraska nerds. I didn't know Rick Rude was coming. Oh, I I love him. Oh, yeah, the best. (laughs) So good. Uh, if, If you don't know who Ravishing Rick Rude is, look him up. He died at 40. Cocaine's not a good drug. Anyway, guy. Uh, I did not expect... So, so we win? He, we win. <laughs> I guess? Yeah. No, but I, can I just say, I love the fact that you gave real from the hard advice from the good guy wrestler, and the bad guy wrestler was like, play games! Right, yeah. <laughs> that was fantastic. No, no we're, we're so sincere on this show and, and, and uh, mixing the comedy with it, but it's like, I used to, the old incarnation of this podcast was advice from a dipshit, and I feel like the reason why I changed it is because it wasn't. Like, we wouldn't try to be dipshits, but Jesse the Body would be great for advice from I guess ravishing, ravishing Rick Root should give the guy advice. Yes, absolutely. <laughs> My message to you, you sad, broken, phone line fill. <laughs> I'm assuming that's what the name is because there's an alliteration value. My advice to you is to step aside and take a look at what a real man looks like. That's the advice. That's it. Just look at me. I love it. All right. We have... uh, uh, before, Before I go to the final call, I did a thing online where I had uh, people, you know, just go ahead and hit me up on, uh, let's see, let's see, what do we got? Just a Q&A. Instagram, kind of thing. Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, got it. Instagram. <laughs> so, mm, let's do that last one, because uh, this guy asked, can he please answer all questions as, which, no dice, that's too much. Does he have a list of different fucking characters? One. All right. But all questions. That's a little... Unless too you much. want to rapid fire it? It's too much. No. All right. No, no, no. This, he doesn't even have a question. 
So, so just quick advice for the last guy, if so, you would. So this is a guy from like when you're out in the street and there's a guy that has like a, a big poster board with like, this is what the city council did to me. Like uh-huh. one of those guys. <laughs> Correct. Correct. Andy Kindler. Okay. I'm answering these questions as Andy Kindler. Just, that, just a quick bit of advice for the last guy as Andy. From from this guy? No, that one. The, oh, the, that, what's wrong? What 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 what's wrong? The what the divorce? With the divorce? The divorce? <laughs> what the, the the divorce guy doesn't have it together? Who am I? What am I? Who am I? What am I? The divorce whisperer? <laughs> what am I? The divorce whisperer? Am I a slightly louder divorce murmurer? <laughs> What's wrong with the what's wrong with the with the whisperer can't be a murmur or a third form of volume oriented occupation? <laughs> huh? Thank you. Appreciate that. Okay. All right, this one's just a question. Uh, is rollerblading acceptable as a form of transportation to my desk job? What is it? Is rollerblading uh, uh, an acceptable form of transportation to my desk job. I love that. I, I love that. There's the audible sound of something rolling when that question starts. Like, <laughs> I had the, that cute. Are the wheelies from that, Return to Oz coming in? Here? Good job, Dennis. An acceptable form of communication. Transportation. Transportation. Rollerblading. What's what 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 what, what now suddenly with the, now that with with the with the public transit is in the in Austin now I'm the guy that has to connect everything to the place. Hmm? Travis County transportation not good enough. How about rollerblading, folks? This is um, folks. Um, obviously, I'm already bombing in the um, <laughs> rollerblade chunk. What's wrong? You don't like the rollerblade material? Hmm. Maybe I should. What's it? What's it? Should I skip over? Should I? Should I skip over the big Xanadu closer? <laughs> so that'd be a yes, right? Acceptable. <laughs> Okay. Uh, sure. Okay. Okay. Whoa. All right. This one's at a, a left field. This is, this is the third one of, of these, and then we'll do the call. But uh, uh, what's the most famous place? First time I'm looking at this. What's the most famous place you've ever popped a few Benadryl, smoked a little weed, and whacked? The most famous place is, is popped a little weed. Right. Benadryl. Dropped a Benadryl. Right. And, and and he says whacked is right. the terminology. He's a he's a cool guy. I whacked it. Yep. He's what he's a cool guy. He's a he's a guy. He's a he's a he's a worldly fuck. He's a worldly fellow. He's a I I, I whack it is yeah. what I, I'm a whacker. I whack it. Mm-hmm. What's it? Well, the problem is that there's not a lot of famous places where I have access to for the Benadryl and the whacking and the thing and the business and the thing. Why? Because they don't cast me on these things. Because I call them out. Because the sitcoms. Because the industry. Hello, BJ Novak? Why is he, why is he suddenly famous? Hmm? Why, what is, why, why, Kindler never had the BJ Novak, um, the push? Hmm? How, when do I get the push? <laughs> Hey, Jay, hey, you say, hey, Jay Leno, hey, guess what? Hey, Jay Leno, guess what, Jay Leno? I guess I don't have access to the famous rooms with the Benadryl with the... I have to deal with my allergies in my hotel room. <laughs> or a third form of location. Or a third place. Thank you. Okay. Oh, thank you. Thank you, folks. All right. We got one last call. You guys ready for it? Yeah. Yes. All right. Are you ready? Woo! All right, thank you guys. Last call. Hey, Matt and 
friends. Um, I don't want to count them, but uh, what the hell is up with people walking wherever the fuck they want? When I was a kid and you went to school, you walked on the right side of the home. When you went to the grocery store, you stayed to the right side of the aisle. When you drive down the street in your car, you stay to the right side unless you're in Europe, but that's down. Anyway, uh, I think that may be the base for all of the problems we're experiencing today. And I'm wondering how do we fix that. Thanks for the last, including you, James. I love your thing on uh, Dave Villains on the archetype. Anyway, everybody, comedy, thank you. Friend. friend, and then it turns out she knows who I am. She forgot your name. <laughs> she was so drunk, and then halfway through, it was, oh, it's James Domian. That's go. the kind of caller that you would hear on talk radio, and they would be like, "Turn the phone down, please, ma'am. Turn ma'am, the phone can down, you turn please. the radio down, ma'am. Turn your radio down, please, ma'am, before you speak to me. I'm sorry, like oh Let me God. tell you something, dear. You have problems driving on the left side, and the right side. You're a moron. You know what I'm talking about? <laughs> oh, really? I don't care. <laughs> I don't understand what she was asking. I know it. Uh, it, she doesn't like when people are driving on the left side or the right side. Before we even get there, wasn't there like a little bit about M and M's at the beginning? There was something about M and M's. Something about or the rapper. Or like the I think I think it's that thing when you're on the phone and you, someone's there, and like her boyfriend's just drunk and just tearing open a Halloween bag of M and M's. <laughs> And she's just like, I just think, I don't want an m She doesn't modulate the voice between the conversation and the in-the-room conversation. Derek, I don't want an m Man, I'm so no, happy to talk to you. Fuckers drive on the wrong side. Yeah. I'm so happy to talk to you, and I love your nice. podcast. And I don't like m ms You know that about me. And there's somebody, and she's also driving. And I don't, and I don't, I never know. I love that the best rental car has blues in it. car, it's sometimes Enterprise. No. They're, they'll pick you up sometimes. Steering wheel's stupid. No. Also, did you hear when the phone hung up? It, yeah. was, it was a black landline that was made of heavy plastic from that, the 70s. That phone committed suicide. It, was, it, was it like, jumped out of her hand. Thank you. Like, I'll, take my, I'll take my call off the air. I'll take my answer off the air. <laughs> you, it's, if someone hangs the phone up like that, I'm assuming they're being murdered right there. <laughs> oh no, honey! You know, or whatever. Like it's just a... That was, wow. That's like you just got a call from Lyndon Johnson. That was a perfect, perfect drunken dismount. You know, if there were drunken gymnastic events at the Olympics, that would have been the Mary Lou Retton of calls. Like, oh, that was brilliant. Like, it went from M&Ms to walking on, I think it went walking on the wrong side to driving. Or did he go driving then walk? She's attempting a difficult routine tonight. This hasn't been attempted since the 1988 Olympics in Seoul, South Korea. I believe it was 88, yes. She she is attempting a a heavy receiver on the phone call. uh, She's asking both driving and candy-related advice and adding the element of obscure vocal understandability. James, her her coach has mentioned she switched from uh, Megalove Ultra to White Claws to finally a a vial of uh, what we believe 
name is Grain Alcohol. It's very impressive. Very impressive. Very, very strong, high alcohol content. And in the wrong, unorthodox order, actually, in fact. Typically, you start with the hard stuff and then go soft. She went soft, then hard. So. She's, she's been training on a number of 1-800 numbers. She's been training for the last three years calling various helplines, 1-800 numbers. She even, what we hear is that she practices in the off-season by calling the uh, date and time number. <laughs> is that true, man in the front row? Often. Awesome. Okay. Oh, I would love it if you are actually the date and time number and you keep it up that snappy each time. No, sorry. At the tone. It's AppleCare. <laughs> right oh, on, still. You're AppleCare! Still. Thank That's you for your service. Siri right there. Hey, listen. Um... I, and, and, and back to the call, I like how she talked like this show, or just calling us, was a warm bath. Didn't yeah. she sound not just drunk, but comfortable and safe and relaxed? Well, I hope my one, then a useful one piece of advice would be, uh, you should have one of those like Bed Bath & Beyond um, uh, counts, counters yes. in your bathtub. Yes, absolutely. So that you can safely, and a waterproof phone. Mm -hmm. Maybe that's it. There was all the waterproof shit around her phone because she was actually in the bath. Yes. And that's why it sounded like that. Mm -hmm. And her boyfriend was like, all right, here's your weekend phone. Just please, I know you're going to get drunk. Just don't. It looks like Fisher-Price, but she wired it so I, it works. I, I, I coated it in Nerf. The whole thing's coated in Nerf. I know you're going to get drunk, call and drop it. But look, you have your weekend phone. Have fun. I'll have the kids. See you on Sunday. Yeah. Call away. This is the only way. See, they made it work. They had both gotten over divorces. Yeah. And they have their compromises. So kids, phones, they make it work. What? Was the beef? What? It's something about people where's the beef? On the Am road. I wrong? <laughs> hey, what's up? Where's the beef? Or another for what do it was? Where's the impossible? Where's the impossible beef? Am I wrong? <laughs> what? What? What was the question? It went from I don't like M and M's. P yes, and then people are on the wrong side of the road, and she's like, what do they think, it's and England? she did say in England, yeah. Oh God, is she driving as she's calling? Is she driving on the wrong side of the road? So what we thought was a loud rotary phone oh. was actually her clumping off the road, slowly, slowly non-fatally, right. into a rotary club sign. Yeah. like, oh, no, not again. Oh, I ran into an all-can Henry's again. <laughs> or is it Jiffy Lube? The Which one is this? The population sign? <laughs> I, I, don't, I don't know. She has a problem with people. Like, I mean, if you're walking and someone, like, cuts left and, and tries to walk to the left of you, crosses the street, or that side. It has sidewalk, nothing to do with candy. It's a little, no, nothing. Uh, and no. I, I mean, is it rapper-oriented? She had a she has a problem with Eminem because oh. yeah I'm back yeah I'm back Shady's back and she's like he inspires people to drive wrong mm -hmm. <laughs> and he's old enough to hang it up he shouldn't still be spitting right <laughs> well my advice then in that case is um, my advice would be to uh, go to the sharper image and yeah. uh, pick out another elegant landline yeah and also I was thinking about this the other day. The ancient Mesopotamians used to write laws drunk, and then they'd sober up the next day and look at them and go, that one makes sense. This one's stupid. Wait a minute. Throw this one out. So they, Hemingway got his saying from the, from the Sumerians. Evidently. Yeah, yeah, evidently. <laughs> Tablet drunk, yeah. and then ch uh, chisel drunk, and Ch then shatter sober. Sober, yes. So call her. 
please call back uh, when you've when you when you've slept it off because it was just hieroglyphics in in a uh, a language other than ancient Egyptian. So I mean, we all want to know what you were fucking talking about. So call back. Um, what, okay. What's wrong? People did, didn't. People, it's not a hot. You don't have a hot sizzling energy with the the hieroglyphic material. Was not expecting a laugh on that. Well, it's okay, Andy. What's a, wait, Hey, the cuneiform tablet chunk didn't didn't what didn't didn't shatter your expectations? Hmm? What's a, should we skip the Gilgamesh material? <laughs> you should have rolled all the way off. All right, we're about to go, but speed round. If you have any uh, need for advice, throw a hand up. Anyone? Anyone? Oh, my God. They're going like, one? They're like, the sun is still out. How dare you? There we go. Thank you, sir. I, have a quick, I met James Adobian at a moon tower recently, and I offered to buy him a drink, and he said something like, I wondered, I thought about it later, and I was like, that doesn't sound like a real return line. So I was like, what did you actually say? I don't remember. Both. I like it. It sounds elegant. <laughs> I'm all, if I don't know what to say, and I don't know if I had to go to a show or something, uh, you know, sometimes I just try to desperately try to sound like some kind of glamorous Betty Davis woman. Mm -hmm. But since I don't look or sound like that, then it just comes off like, oh, I'm a, I'm, a, I'm a man from the woods who's just like, if you have to, if you must. I like that. But in my mind, I was being like, if you have to, darling. Of course. <laughs> I, like, I like a little Douglas Fairbanks with my lumberjack. You if know? you must, then you if, must. It's how it comes out. <laughs> well, if you have to. Like it sounds, it's, it sounds like a little come hither, which I enjoy. Sure, yeah. Mm -hmm. I might have You're been a handsome man. <laughs> I might have been. Did I make it awkward for you? I'm sorry. No, I'm, I'm happy now. I know. Okay, good. There you go. Finally, someone told you. God damn it, Austin! Tell this guy he's hot. All right. Um, you know, at the at the end of the universe, when we fly, find all, when all of us are, you know. Dead and drowned and smothered and you know nuclear and we all we claw sure. we claw our way up to God and we're like why did you do this and God simply goes I thought I was flirting. <laughs> <laughs> That's the end. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you guys so much for coming out tonight. Give James a hand. I, I did not expect this turnout. This is fantastic. Another hand for the Moontown Comedy Festival. Thank you. And by coming here, you bless yourselves. You will all get into heaven. Thanks, guys. Have a great night. Appreciate you. Thank you. Uh, if you haven't called in yet, you should call me. Leave a message for me and my guests at 323-763-0228. 323-763-0228. And thanks. This Might Help with Matt Bronger was created and hosted by me, Matt Bronger. Produced by Outer Circle Media. Executive producers Matt Kleinschmidt and Robert Kelly for the Laugh Button Podcasts.